Welcome to ProctorCast, where we bring you plain English interviews all about the most relevant procurement topics of the day in short, coffee break-sized episodes. Because hey, time's precious and you have got value to deliver. So now let's get straight into this week's show. Yes, and welcome to another edition of ProctorCast, where every two weeks we bring you everything that's interesting, new and exciting in the procurement space. And this week is no different. In fact, it's very, very relevant because this time on ProctorCast, we're going to be digging into a topic that gets very little press, but is actually incredibly important for our profession in terms of how we position it and market it to the younger generation who are entering the workforce and entering our little part of the workforce right now. So the discussion we're going to be having today is bringing in two ladies who have been pivotal in setting up a new tentacle to Proctopus called Procgenesis, which is all about getting the younger generation involved and marketing procurement as a profession to the under 35s and especially to recent graduates. And we're going to dive into a couple of themes of how we can do that more prominently and reach more people in the process to ensure that we attract talent going forward into procurement. So I'd like to welcome Shazia Hussenbuchs and Courtney Rowlands from Procgenesis onto Proctocast. Welcome, ladies. Hi, James. Thank you for having us. It's lovely to be here. We're both, I think, really excited, but equally quite nervous. That's our first podcast today. So (laughs) feeling the pressure, but yeah, excited to kind of let everyone know about what we're doing and the importance of of the work that we're doing. So why did we then set up Procgenesis? Maybe that's a good place to start. Well, I was approached by the Proctopus team because they really kind of thought about, okay, well, we've got a very well-established Proctopus community, which I think at the moment are standing at 1,500 members across the LinkedIn community. So that's a pretty substantial number. But I think general consensus is that, you know, they felt that there wasn't necessarily, you know, a committed community to the younger demographic. You know, they have Proc women, they've got Proctopus, and there was almost a gap in the market, if you were, in terms of, you know, there wasn't necessarily anything tailored to the younger generation in procurement and then following that really was the fact that there wasn't really that much hype about younger people getting into the procurement profession and you know every conversation I have with a procurement professional whether they be my age or you know slightly older than I am the question always that rolls off the tongue initially when you first speak to someone is oh how did you get into procurement and it is without fail, most of the time that people say, I actually didn't know what procurement was. I kind of fell into it or I stumbled into it. It was a complete accident. And, you know, they end (laughs) up, they end up just falling in love with the whole process and, you know, what, what procurement gets involved with. And I'm, I'm no exception to that trend. Some background. I mean, I got into procurement off the back of, I finished university. I did one job, which had nothing to do with procurement. And then I went to an engineering company where I basically started in customer service and worked my way up to procurement manager with no kind of background knowledge into what procurement was. It was very much on the job learning and I fell in love with it. And that's how I got into it. And Proc Genesis, I think for me, is an exploration of the passion that I have for procurement and actually encouraging more people of my age demographic or younger and a little bit older to, you know, be inspired by what procurement can get involved with. It is 
amazing what procurement gets involved with and no one actually has a clue that procurement is behind it and I think as you like one of the key things which we really want to look at is how procurement should be spoken about at a much earlier stage in career and education so for example in secondary school or higher education university level you know we don't learn about it early enough for it to be you know a conscious career choice and that's really why Genesis is really moving forward we're passionate about pumping new talent you know that wants to be there and doesn't just stumble across procurement we need to educate the masses on what a great career path procurement is and you raise a lot of really good points there and it sounds to me like without giving my age away that nothing really has changed in the 20-ish years since I finished university so Shaz over to you I mean you're based in Sweden aren't you so maybe it would be interesting to take your angle on this as well in terms of to what extent is procurement as a profession or as a career known within sort of high school and university and your education system? Is there much of a difference between what Courtney has said about the UK? I would say slightly different because I can see quite a lot of younger people joining procurement in Sweden. And I think it's because the career track is uh, laid out quite early on from high school. I think you can take that track instead of, of going to university, you can take the procurement track as a career. And I think procurement is pretty interesting or made interesting in Sweden because uh, Sweden has, uh, you know, lots of interesting brands and companies that really value themselves and also the ways of working, which is a very Swedish, how to say perspective in the sense that you bring you know you bring a different way of working also within procurement which is maybe not as traditional or the same as it is done in other parts of the world if i take myself for example sustainability is one of the topics that is really well embedded in in sweden and you can see it within procurement in many companies and i see the difference for example in other parts of the world where maybe sustainable sourcing is not that mature yet, but it is in Sweden. Mm. So that makes it more, maybe more interesting in some yeah. aspects. I agree, Shaz. I agree. I think an interesting thing that you said as well, which is really important, is that, you know, there's been a lot of, I think procurement's got a bit more exposure recently off the back of what's happened to COVID response, particularly in the UK. We're seeing it more in headlines and what have you, but that's only because we've had sort of a COVID response. I feel like procurement's slowly but surely coming to the forefront and businesses are now starting to see it as a core part of their their C-suite level you know, decisions and processes and what have you. So it's interesting to see the contrast that Sweden are already in that progressive phase where they see procurement as a key part of what they're doing and not necessarily just the back office function, you know, where UK, the UK is a little bit perhaps slightly more behind. What do you think? think james yeah i mean i i lived in and worked in germany for 12 years as well so so i mean certainly the german education system is is very vocational as well in that you know you don't mm. need to have a degree to go into a commercially facing function and to get into management it's you you can do an apprenticeship and work your way up uh, and go to university in the evening so i think there are some similarities between the german and the swedish system based on what what shaz described a, a minute or two ago Moving on from that, how relevant do you find the the industry bodies? I mean, I'm thinking of one particularly famous one, which I won't name, but I mean, I'm sure there are similar industry bodies in Sweden too, Shaz. I mean, are, are they giving, and I think I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask you anyway, are they giving you a, an engaging, dynamic message to encourage you into procurement? Or are they even 
considering that anyone under the age of 35 exists when they when they put on their events because to me looking as an outsider as even as someone in my early 40s i i find the events that they put on generally tend to be quite staid and quite stuffy and boring for want of a better word <laughs> that's an interesting perspective because i think the topic of diversity within you know events around procurement is still also a little bit it's not there yet i would say also in sweden but maybe it's a little bit better because you can still see younger the younger generation maybe millennials i mean some of us are already 40 when you think about millennials that are part of those you know speaker uh, lineups and and that kind of is encouraging especially to people under the age of, of 35 or under 30 to you know feel that they, they can aspire to being part of procurement and, and, you know, grow professionally as well within procurement. Okay, that's, that's really interesting that you are starting then to see that coming through. So what do you think are the, some of the dangers perhaps to the younger generation now coming into the profession in terms of economic trends and digitization, particularly around a lot of entry-level roles now becoming falling victim to automation or or potentially even being offshored to shared service centers in in perhaps eastern europe or in india or or, or the philippines and places like that because if those entry-level roles certainly in developed countries are, are going away or becoming fewer do you think the path into procurement or, or, or into graduate training schemes in functions like procurement will will be more difficult for young university graduates coming in sort of now? Because even you both have got a bit of a head start on that technological trend. I think it's a really good question. And, it, you know, I've got a fascination with digital and AI and stuff like that because, you know, we can't be blind to it. It is, it is the future. It is becoming part of our work life more and more so in procurement and supply chain because let's be honest if you can automate it why wouldn't you you save time it's more efficient and you know time is money at the end of the day in in some scenarios but I think I've always looked at digital and AI as an ally rather than an inhibitor to my career and I think that's where I think millennials or the younger generation will have a similar similar view yes it might automate processes which you know, otherwise they would have been doing themselves. But I think that, you know, the admin side of things or the kind of, you know, laborious process side of things, you know, could be learned from, you know, entry level roles. Yes, certainly. But if, if companies are going to be bringing on, you know, the younger generation to come into a procurement role, are they really, if they have the AI and digital tools that they need to automate those processes are they bringing those people on to do those those you know automated tasks or are they bringing them on to do the real strategic you know nitty-gritty procurement stuff which is really the juicy stuff that we all enjoy right we don't enjoy the administrative you know process type things which we, we we can't wait to automate we want to put that aside integrate the digital and ai so that we can do these more strategic you know juicy juicy bits and i think I don't think that the younger generation will have difficulty. It will certainly be different in the way that they are brought into organizations, absolutely, because the landscape of procurement is changing every single day with cloud and digital and AI, but it is always there to support us. I, I'd never, I've never looked at it as taking away jobs because procurement is so much more than just data entry and admin, right? To me, it's a much bigger picture and 
businesses are starting to see that more and more. And if they start bringing on procurement graduates, it's not just going to be for this the admin administrational side of procurement. That's my that's my opinion. That's my view on what might happen in terms of outsourcing processes and what have you. Again, depending on business model and what what your your what your company is trying to do. You know, if we're trying to bring procurement talent into the procurement industry, depending on what the procurement industry needs. I think the educational side of things will adapt to, you know, what you're going to need in order to actually land that role, whether it's, you know, certain things which are now standardized will be outsourced, you know, more regularly for different different organizations. And, you know, there's always going to be a core kind of procurement ideal that we're always going to need people for. I think, you know, the educational side of procurement will adapt and change to account for those people who are coming into the market. I don't think it will be difficult. I think it will be different to what, you know, most of us have experienced for sure. That's fascinating because on the one hand, I guess anyone young coming into a procurement role has to be able to walk before they can run. But I completely get what you're saying that ultimately the work that anyone wants to do, be they Generation Z or be they someone with 30 years experience, they don't really want to do the administrative, repetitive work. Uh, they, For anyone that wants to professionally de- develop, then then of course, you know, the, the strategic work is and the knowledge work is the more exciting part of the role. You know, some of the stuff associated with that, the more sort of process compliance side, maybe a bit of a grind for some of us but 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 yeah that's that's an interesting insight and i I don't think i expected that answer actually so thank you (laughs) full of surprises you can count on me (laughs) yeah so so i think then shaz going going across to you sort of kind of on the same topic what do you feel are the biggest skills that millennials and generation z can offer to employers that maybe people sort of generation x and older possibly don't have or struggle to acquire well, touching again on, on the digitalization or, you know, when it comes to digital tools, for example, I mean, we grew into it. I mean, this is basically part of our lives. Uh, AI is not necessarily something totally new for us. Some of us are maybe already working one way or another with machine learning, for example, or we are already in uh, having the interface to, to emerging tech like blockchain and how they could be implemented. So that kind of knowledge itself is pretty um, interesting, I would say, for employers. Uh, but also looking at beyond that, if we look at areas like sustainability, resilience when it comes to risk management. Those topics are extremely juicy nowadays, especially with you know climate change. We look at COVID, for example, or Suez Canal. So I mean all this is teaching us something totally new. And how do we use technology you know, to support us? As, as Courtney said, I mean it's not something that is against us. It's more of a tool and enabler to be more efficient at what we are doing. So I think we already are into it. We already grew into it. So we don't, we are not learning something totally new, I would say. So that's what we are bringing. Yeah. So you're almost, you you almost take to those sorts of instabilities and constant change like docks to water rather than Mm -hmm. maybe in generations past how we, how we learned how to do something and then just repeated it and repeated it maybe without questioning it yeah Yeah. i feel like the younger generation as well you know it is a digital age and people are you know certain people are afraid of that because our brains work very differently you know we work at such high high volume because the way that these apps work and the, the amount of information we're absorbing minute by minute is phenomenal and i think our brains work very differently 
to those who have been in in different generations you know perhaps prior to social media and and stuff like that because we are so active on so many platforms we're relevant we're in touch with trends and you know how fast landscapes are changing and trends are changing that i think the advantage to to employers perhaps you know working with the younger generation is that you know they they're always going to have new ideas about new innovation and stuff because they it's at their fingertips all the time they're using that technology that digital space that ai all the time it's you know second nature to them which you know i think historically i've you know i've had not run-ins but i've had conversations perhaps challenging conversations with you know fellow procurement folks who who i've been working with and you know we're trying to put i'm trying to push to say oh well why don't we try you know something you know a bit more you know try this digital path and see see if that accelerates our our processes and streamlines it a bit further and I think generationally there is there's a bit of ruffling of the feathers in terms of you know procurement's been a, a certain way for a very long time it has indeed. and now we're trying to in, <laughs> we're trying to integrate this digital flair and this digital innovation and AI and people are scared they're going to lose their jobs which is fair enough but like we've Shazia and I have, have said it's not something that's there to inhibit us it's there to help us so that we can actually focus on the stuff that we really enjoy and not be bogged down with the administrational stuff. But I think, yeah, it's just, yeah, I think digital and AI is something that generation, whichever, you know, the younger generation, I get, I get lost with X, Y, and Z, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know which one's which, but um, the younger generation are, you know, our brains are just wired completely differently because we're so yeah. exposed to all of these different things. And that makes us work in a very different way, I think, which is an advantage to, you know, future procurement the future procurement world. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. And and yeah, the fact that you can sort of think on your feet, I get confused when they move the pasta in the supermarket. So yeah. I <laughs> so my final question for you is, what has Proc Genesis got in store? And if anyone's interested in joining, why, why should they get involved with this? So in the pipeline, interviews which are coming up with people who have been there and done that, and also new people to procurement, so we can see the contrast and kind of give advice on that front. So we've got a Bible of procurement do's and don'ts, which you know new starters can use. Uh, Prop Mentor, we're teaming up with to help any new procurement comp- procurement members. And essentially, there's a diary of procurement contacts for the rest of your career. We get job opportunities which come through as well. And yeah, essentially, it's part of the next generation of procurement and building that that next generation of procurement excellence. There is so much to learn from this group. And really, you know, when we've had conversations as a team, the root of what we're trying to do is really enlighten people to what a fantastic career procurement is procurement and supply chain you know there's an abundance of stuff that you can get involved with and it is you know often a really rewarding career as you say Shazia with sustainability and getting involved with the you know ecosystem and that kind of thing you know there are rewarding sides to procurement and I just don't think people know about it and i sometimes just want to shout it from the rooftops, you know, procurement is a fantastic career choice, but nobody knows about it. So it's a real education piece. And we have huge brands, which we're getting in touch with and looking at their procurement and supply chain functions and going, well, what do you value in procurement, you know, and talking to these big brands and going, look, we need to attract more people into the procurement market. Tell us about your procurement 
in um department what do you do that's fantastic and just kind of educating our community as to you know you could get involved here you could get involved there and doing our bit in terms of bringing people into the market so we want to talk to institutions and you know do our piece to encourage people from a much earlier stage in secondary or higher education and also essentially if you think you know Proctopus there's 1,500 members depending on what age demographic you are and you know people tend to know people right so you basically if you join the community you have your diary or of contacts for the rest of your procurement career it's a no-brainer really you know and we I think our first proc genesis meeting we got two job opportunities out of the first meeting and that's again fantastic opportunities you know that is proc genesis is just full of opportunities for those who want a career in procurement it is as simple as that and there is so much on offer for all of our members and to get involved we usually have a proc genesis uh, fortnightly meeting on a wednesday at 5 p.m and if you go to the proc genesis uh, webpage on linkedin uh, you can find the registration link you send the registration form and then you'll get the zoom link and then you just go to the same zoom link every every fortnight on a Wednesday at 5pm. And we chat about loads of different topics every fortnight. Fantastic. So if you want to join Proc Genesis and why ever wouldn't you with all of those opportunities and potential to network and spread yourself across the wider procurement community, then I would strongly invite you to get involved. And as you can tell, Courtney and Shazia are both really passionate about what they're doing there and are both really, really friendly. So please do get involved if you're one of the younger generation in procurement and want to build up some contacts and connections. Ladies, it's been an absolute pleasure. You've made me feel 10 years younger. Thank you very (laughs) much for being great guests. Look after yourselves whole other look with proc genesis and maybe you and ollie will let me in there one day to see what it's all about (laughs) thanks james take care (laughs) take care okay that was courtney and shazia from proc genesis so if you're young and you want to learn more about procurement or maybe if you're in procurement and want to build some more connections then definitely get involved just a couple of things before we sign off if you like proctorcast then don't forget to subscribe in your favorite podcast player we're in all of the good podcast players and probably some rubbish ones as well. And finally, go across to LinkedIn and like the Proctopus page or join the Proctopus group. There's also a lot of job offers that are posted in there as well if you're looking for a job at the moment too. Until next time, catch you then. Thank you again for listening. Take care, stay safe and speak to you soon. Bye-bye.